Yoga is a practice that was first developed thousands of years ago and has evolved into the modern form it is today. Before you begin, it's important to understand that yoga is more than just an exercise, so you can get its full benefits. It is a form of moving meditation that is unique to the practitioner. Yoga is about your personal body, so anyone can practice it. Your success will not be dependent on how flexible or athletic you are. Anyone can get the benefits, regardless of weight, body type, or fitness level. Only push your body to the extent that you find comfortable. I encourage you to take advantage of less difficult variations of the poses when necessary and do the more advanced versions if you're up for a challenge. Most beginners are surprised to learn that not all poses involve pretzel-like contortions, but instead simple movements that provide amazing benefits. The ancient practice of yoga originated in India, where it was practiced as a form of meditation that allowed a mortal being to achieve a heightened sense of divinity. It was never done as an exercise or a sport. Rather, it was included with prayers or other sacred rituals. You'll notice that many of the poses have Sanskrit names that have been translated into English. The term for a pose is an asana. You'll encounter 21 asanas in this book, and it would be helpful to remember all of their names. Memorizing them is easy because the poses are named after objects in nature that are similar in form, like animals or plants. Always be mindful of your breathing to help regulate body heat. The old practitioners of yoga were most concerned with breathing. Traditional Indian belief refers to breath as the source of a person's life force. The disciplined way of breathing in yoga is called pranayama. This involves more than simple inhaling and exhaling. Proper breathing helps in sending oxygen, the life force, to all parts of the body to allow them to function properly and avoid injury in yoga practice. Correct breathing in yoga involves breathing in through your nose and breathing out through your nose again. A yogi does not exhale through the mouth. Also, inhale as you do upward poses and exhale as you do downward poses. In Chapter 5, you should breathe in during the upward-facing dog and breathe out as you transition to downward-facing dog. This method of breathing is more relaxing and does not strain your lungs. Ujjayi is a type of disciplined yoga breathing that is required in more rigorous yoga traditions. This is the type of breathing that you should do for the power yoga poses in Chapter 4. It helps increase body heat quickly and spark what practitioners call the internal fire. To do ujjayi breathing, constrict the throat and allow air to vibrate through the glottis, which creates a low rumbling sound that is reminiscent of ocean waves. It is also believed to be similar to the breathing of newborn babies and is probably the most instinctive way of breathing for humans. You should generate enough body heat through proper breathing so that you no longer require external heat, such as an indoor heater or a portable sauna. This is why Bikram and hot yoga, which are done in heated rooms, are not preferred by yoga purists, because they believe that artificial heat is unnecessary in the practice. Be simple and forget material things that will only serve to distract you. Another benefit of yoga is that all you really need is your body. You may see a lot of yogis who carry designer mats to class and wear special gloves or socks to improve their performance. While these are good props to have, you do not need them to practice yoga. It only relies on your own body weight, and the less distractions and accessories you have, the more in tune you will be with your physicality. It is all right to practice yoga in a pair of simple leggings and a tank top while you're on your living room carpet. 
Remember, the ancient practitioners practiced yoga half-naked in caves or forests so they could be in harmony with nature and the gods.